In the grand scheme of things, I, I can't complain. 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 Who's gonna complain? Huh? Me? Him? It's the I Can't Complain podcast. I'm gonna sit here and complain. My name is John. The most boring search and rescue that I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life is over. The Ocean Gate sub was found in a million tiny pieces on the ocean floor. To offer up a unique perspective on the Ocean Gate tragedy, we've sent Jessica down to the bottom of the ocean in a submersible. Jessica, what's it looking like down there right now? Well, it's cold, wet, and dark, and everything's rusting, so it's pretty much just like Detroit. I'd take this over Detroit, though. That sounds awful. It's okay, uh, I did some video games. For some reason, there's a lot of controllers laying around the cabin here. Are you going solo? Yeah, I'm all by myself. I'll be okay, though. I just ordered a Domino's pizza. You phoned Domino's from the bottom of the ocean? A girl's gotta eat. I phoned Domino's and they said 30 minutes over. Hold on, we've got some sensors going off here. Well, that doesn't sound good. Jessica, I'm worried about you. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. I did miss an exit, though, a couple miles back. I wanted to go to Subway. I wanted a chicken teriyaki. I heard the Subway... Jessica? What the hell was that sound? Was that an implosion? I don't know what an implosion sounds like. Maybe that's what it sounds like. Jessica's dead. Evidently, her GPS is malfunctioning. There are very few subways under the ocean that I'm aware of that serve chicken teriyaki subs. I know they have these new slicers that... What what the hell is that sound? Are you still there, Jessica? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm still here. I was putting some pizza rolls in the microwave. You have a microwave? What was that sound? It sounded like an explosion. Yeah, that was the sound that the Domino's Pizza app makes when they can't locate you and your order's canceled. Those bastards canceled my pizza. Oh, I was worried about you. That sounded awful. What are you really doing down there at the bottom of the ocean today? Well, we've got this new pure Russian rainwater can that we're testing at 20,000 feet below sea level. That sound means that we're getting close to the... to the treasure. You're looking for treasure, too? How many things are you doing down there today? We're testing the new pure Russian rainwater can. I'm ordering pizza, we're playing video games, and we're looking for treasure. Is there anything else you need to know? I'm afraid to ask, but what's the treasure you're looking for, Jessica? I can already tell I don't want to know the answer to this one. We heard that there's a chest full of eyebrows and ass cheeks somewhere down here at the bottom of the ocean, and we're supposed to retrieve the chest and bring it back to Mr. Rainwater so he can be fitted with new ass cheeks and eyebrows. See, this is this is what I was worried about. I shouldn't have even asked. I gotta go, man. I got some friends coming over. We're gonna play Super Smash Brothers on the GameCube. I got piping hot combination pizza rolls. Things are looking good down here. Jessica reporting live from the bottom of the ocean where evidently things are looking good for her. Say hello to James Cameron for me if you run across him down there. Evidently motherfuckers are just all being asked to go down to the bottom of the ocean. That's what confused me most about this week's news story, guys. Everybody's like, yeah, I was invited to go on that. It's got five seats. How many motherfuckers turned down the invitation to go down there? Evidently all you needed was a pulse and some cash and you were back into the bottom of the ocean. I knew being rich had its perks, but I didn't know it was that dangerous. God damn. I mean, Ocean Gate, they were inviting everybody on this excursion. They were finding homeless people on the sidewalks in Houston and asking them if they could go donate plasma for three weeks to save up enough money to go to the bottom of the ocean to view the Titanic. They'd take anybody. Shit, I'm kind of insulted I wasn't invited to tell you the truth. Is that a doorbell? Jessica. No, I told you I had my boys coming over to play video games, right? We're playing, uh... 
Smash Brothers on the GameCube. It's gonna be a hell of a time. You're not actually under the ocean, are you? No, I'm just in my bathtub with a walkie-talkie. Aha! I knew it! We are looking for treasure, though. I'm about to check the laundry room. I'm hoping to find the chest in there. For the I Can't Complain podcast, this has been Jessica reporting live from my bathtub. I gotta tell you guys, in the two years that I've been doing this show, this is the most boring news story that I've ever covered. This is bad. For 72 hours, the nation was captivated by absolutely nothing. There was nothing down there but shrapnel and a video game controller. That's all they found. It's like when they go to the home of a school shooter after a massacre and all they find are tattered papers and video game controllers. That's all they found on the bottom of the ocean. It wasn't a worthwhile expedition and it wasn't a worthwhile search and rescue. There wasn't shit down there and it wasted three days of my life. I was traveling and I was watching more news than I usually do. And I paid the price. I got caught up in the news cycle this week and the news cycle, it wasn't fun. I like my news to be fun, and I don't mean positive. I don't want positive news stories. I just want fun news stories. The Chinese spy balloons, that was fun. That was something I could really sink my teeth into. There was mystery there. I had never seen anything like it before. And then this week, what do they roll out? They rolled out a submarine that's 10,000 feet below sea, looking at another boat that had crashed over 100 years ago like I care. I don't. Nobody cared about these billionaires that were on board. I hate to say it, but somebody's got to say it. A scientist, a billionaire, and a researcher climb into a submarine and go to the bottom of the ocean and never come back. Does anybody care? No, they don't. Turns out nobody really cares. And I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Nobody cares about the Titanic. The only people that care about the Titanic are the same people that care about British Parliament here in the United States. Basically, white, middle-aged women without anything else to care about. Without anything else to do. Those are the only people that give a shit about the Titanic. I'm talking about women that wear gaudy jewelry. I'm talking a lot of opals and pearls around the house and have tea time every afternoon at three. Not people that we actually run across in society. These are recluses that live alone and still care about the Titanic. Nobody has cared about the Titanic since 1955. In fact, the dirty little secret is most people are actually happy the Titanic disaster happened because they really like the James Cameron movie that came out in the 90s. You could tell a lot of middle-aged women, hey, we can go back in time and we can make that whole Titanic disaster disappear. And they would think about it for a second and say, oh, I don't know if I really want to do that. I really like that movie. I'm actually happy that those people died. I'm happy that they lost their lives. I'm happy that they froze to death and drowned in the cold Atlantic waters. Because it provided me some entertainment. So I actually like the Titanic disaster. That's what a lot of people won't tell you. They're happy that boat crashed. And uh, some people are actually happy that that submarine, that submersible, crashed this week too. Because they don't like rich billionaires gallivanting around at the bottom of the ocean doing God knows what. But the real nail in the coffin to this being a viable news story that would last for weeks and weeks, that's not going to happen. We've moved on. James Cameron's enjoyed his 15 more minutes of fame, and we're moving on. The final nail in the coffin to alert the public that we didn't need to talk about this anymore was when we found out that the sub imploded on a Sunday. I said, oh, it imploded on a Sunday. So this was just a pleasure trip. This wasn't a Monday through Friday with the scientists with their notepads taking detailed readings with instruments. There were no instruments involved. The only thing they were down there to do was to take some pictures of the Titanic, kind of like when rich people take pictures of animals they kill out on safari. It was a clout trip. A clout trip to the bottom of the ocean that went wrong. 
So let's move on because I've had enough of this news story. Rest in peace. If you can't tell, I'm very heartbroken that the people died. Friends, it's John here for Pure Russian Rainwater. Ah, yes, Pure Russian Rainwater. Let's give it a try right now. Oh, man. Pure Russian Rainwater's changed my life, and it can change your life, too. Maybe you're planning a trip deep under the ocean, and you're looking for a refreshing beverage to take along on the trip. Well, I can tell you right now that Pure Russian Rainwater, we've tested it, and the new can's designed to survive trips 20,000 leagues under the sea. That's what Mr. Rainwater wants you to know. You can go to the depths of the ocean, and you can still enjoy Pure Russian Rainwater if you pick up a case today. Pure Russian Rainwater. Drink up, bitches. I try and produce a professional program. I really do. And then Jessica literally phones it in from home instead of going to the bottom of the ocean. So Jessica's working from home. Everybody's working from home now. This week, though, researchers have shown us the future side effects for those working from home. And it ain't good, guys. The 3D rendered model that they're showing me, it looks like actress Katie Holmes, if you remember her. It looks like Katie Holmes if she developed a meth addiction and started eating a lot and it all went to her ass. That's what it looks like to me. It says the rise of remote work has undoubtedly been a game changer for many people, offering flexibility and convenience like never before. However, a shocking 3D model called Anna has revealed the potential damage that this work arrangement could do to our bodies. And Anna's not looking very hot. I gotta be honest with you guys. I tried to get off to it. I couldn't. I tried my best. I got half hard and I had to, I had to cancel my jerk session. I said, this isn't going to work. It's not a very attractive woman. Specifically, what's wrong with her, though? Poor posture, a hunchback, blurry red eyes, and claw-like hands. Anna depicts a future where remote workers in 2100, the year 2100, may suffer from poor posture, eye strain, and even a condition called text claw from excessive typing. Mr. Rainwater's got text claw? What are you doing back in here already, Jessica? Weren't you at your house? No, I've been in here the whole time. It's just a layer of lies that you provide this program on a week-by-week basis. What are you doing here? Oh, I was just letting you know that Mr. Rainwater's got text claw. He's been sexting women for damn near 20 years, and it's, it's permanent at this point, unfortunately. Oh, no. So Mr. Rainwater has no ass cheeks, no eyebrows, and instead of hands, he has claws? Yep, that's exactly what it's like. I'll never be able to understand how a man without ass cheeks and eyebrows and with claws for hands can rise up and overcome in a country such as Russia. But somehow he's done it. It's got to be the water. It's got to be the water. Pure Russian rainwater, ladies and gentlemen. Is this an ad? Are we in an ad right now? No, you were talking about the fat asses that work from home and just keep gaining weight. Oh, yeah. I think that story was paid for by furniture companies or something. At the end of the article, they just talk about ergonomic chairs that might be able to alleviate some of your back pressure. And I don't know. It's like every other news story I read this week. It's half measures. Like we're looking for dudes that aren't alive. Vladimir Putin, they're going to kill him. And then they just decide to turn around. That's no fun. And now I'm reading stories about fat asses in the year 2100. I don't care about what happens in the year 2100. I couldn't care less. I'm not going to be alive then. And I don't care about anybody who is going to be alive then. So fuck them. I don't care. Let them work from home and get fat. I don't care. 
Can you send me that link, though? I think Mr. Rainwater wants to check in out. No, I won't do it. I will not allow her to be used like that, Jessica. Mr. Rainwater's your only sponsor. I'm sorry. Do you guys see how my sponsors treat me? This is one of the reasons I introduced a brand new Patreon this month, so that I can finally rise up and overcome and get out from underneath this contract I have with Pure Russian Rainwater. So if you want to check out the Patreon, link in the description of this episode. Go over there, check it out. Bonus monthly episodes. There's Moscow Lady Mules basketball. It's everything you could ever hope and ask for and then more. On the bonus episode earlier this month, we watched Steve Harvey's Elevate You infomercial. He was selling a mystery supplement. The full Patreon episode's about 90 minutes long because, trust me, there was a lot of bullshit to unpack out of this infomercial. So without further ado, let's enjoy a I Can't Complain Patreon free preview here. This is from the Patreon episode entitled Mr. H. Enjoy. And maybe why Mr. H was feeling like an old man. Mr. H? Right. What is he, selling heroin on the streets? Everybody knows him on the streets as Mr. H. And he's looking at this guy right now. By the way, he looks very tired. But he's looking at this dude, and he looks like he's just out of the secret. Like, don't call me Mr. H. That's my street name. I was just missing my old vigor, my strength, even in the gym, because I like going to the gym. I, that was my stomach was always hurting. I stayed bloated. Wow. I had problems in the in the bathroom. I felt bloated, irritated. I'm- Steve Harvey sounds like he was on death's doorstep. Man, this guy with a team of specialists and doctors at his beck and call. He sounds like he has cancer. I've known people with cancer before, and Mr. H might want to go in for a checkup. Because it sounds like he's not doing well. Who knew, you know, that this this thing called a mitochondria? How would I know that? You know, he went to school 12 years for that. (laughs) It takes someone 12 years to learn. Imagine going to school for 12 years to learn about something that boring. Holy shit. We got to hear this again. Called a mitochondria. How would I know that? You know, he went to school 12 years for that. (laughs) It's still funny the second time. He went to school 12 years and that's all he learned. Took me 12 times to even learn how to pronounce it. <laughs> oh, we got it, though. You know, and oh, they, man, that should have got a bigger laugh from the crowd right there. I expected more. They should have got happier people to show up, but, you know, how do they advertise it? Would you like to come inside and hear Steve Harvey talk for two hours about his health? If you're walking by on the street and they ask you that, you're like, no, I got better things to do. I got to go pay the bills, you know? If this is a 58-minute video, this was probably a six-hour shoot which makes it a 22-hour day for him, 16 plus the 6. For the shoot, you figure 22-hour days, sleeping two hours that night, it's not good, Steve. If he keeps filming these infomercials, that is going to be the death of him. So, now that you understand mitochondrial health... He doesn't, by the way. Let's not pretend like he understands it. He memorized a few things, and he thinks he has a deep understanding of mitochondrial health. The next question is, is how do we fix the mitochondrial... He wrote two lame jokes about mitochondrial health, and now he thinks he's an expert. How do we know when it's declining, and how do we fix it? Actually, tell me what to buy? Just tell me what to buy. I don't care. At this point, I'll buy anything just to have it go away. At least... Well, I don't want to say at least. Matthew McConaughey... That whole art of living situation, that was like three, three and a half hours into it when they finally tried to sell us something. And I think it might have started late, though. I don't think it started on time, so it might have been only like two and a half hours in. It's the type of sell where they want to be friends with you. 
before they try and sell you the product. I don't want to be your friend, Steve. I just want to know how to live forever. That's what I'm thinking this is now. Elevate you. I think I'm going to learn to live out forever now. At first, I thought they were selling us dick pills, and then I thought it was heart medicine. But now they're trying to heal every ailment that I have, and I appreciate it. What is the solution? That's your job, Doc. Tell everybody. Okay, we have to stop it here. We're 22 minutes and 53 seconds in, and we're going to... This is the solution, and we're going to get it right now. I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited for the first time in about 10 minutes of this. So think about it. Since mitochondria turns the food we eat into those smaller pieces okay. into that miracle molecule, okay. then we need to feed and re-nourish the mitochondria with the right nutrients and foods to make more of that miracle molecule to keep your body working optimally. Just tell so me the healthier the mitochondria in your body, the better you'll feel, the okay. more energy you'll have, your okay. focus will improve, the like more that. robust metabolism you will have, I would which like a robust ultimately metabolism. means you may lose weight easier again. You may. And if all of that wasn't enough, Healthy mitochondria have also been linked to longevity. Mm. Well, you know that's exactly what I want, man. Will it help me live that dream that Hold I told on. you about? I thought they were going to tell us what it is, but they're not. They're not. They're still dragging this on. But I want to reach 104. He wants to be 104. <sighs> Steve. Steve, Steve, Steve. I, you're not going to live to be 104. In fact, more than likely, I'm going to be reporting on your demise here in the near future. If you're as tired as you looked earlier. Get more sleep, Steve, please. I want you to live forever, Mr. H. Get more sleep. It's not please. a bunch of pills you got to take. It's okay. nothing like that. I, I was promise hoping you, for folks, pills. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Fact, I was hoping for pills because pill you can't get any easier than pills. I would love to take pills to live to be 104. You'd be like, yeah, take this one pill every day and you live to be 104. What's better than that? That sounds perfect. Pills you got to take. It's nothing take like that. Pills. I promise you. Nothing like simple. that? In fact, this mitochondrial recharge, it only takes about 30 seconds a day. Are they going to electrocute us? Oh, no. That's what I thought. It's nothing like pills or anything. Like We're going to get electroshock therapy. Now I know what he's selling. Electroshock therapy. Well, I mean, I know it works, man, because my, my, my focus was sharper, my brain and my brain fog had improved. Doesn't seem like it at all. In fact, you couldn't get through that sentence without a momentary lapse and probably I think he had a stroke. Somebody out there. Well, I mean, I know it works, man, because my, my, my focus was my, sharper, my, my brain and my brain fog had improved. My 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 focus was sharper, my brain and my brain fog had improved. In just days, it was just really amazing for me. That was one of the complaints I kept saying to you. Oh, complaints. Absolutely. Steve Harvey has complaints. I do have something in common with Steve. Make me a 50-peel smoothie and put it in there. <laughs> this man is an addict. Some of the pills was called, like, hail. Some of them was called uh, defecation. He's working material now. I still don't understand if this is supposed to be a serious program. Or if we're supposed to laugh. Because sometimes he looks at the audience when they laugh and you can tell he doesn't approve. But how do I know when to laugh and when not to laugh? I don't know when you're working your material and when you're not working your material because I don't laugh at your jokes, Steve. And I don't do that anymore. I figured it out. I don't do nothing like that no more. I want you all to know I'm changed. For the rest of the episode, check out the Patreon link in the description. See you guys next Tuesday. Bye.
I was in the meat section at the local grocery store, and I heard a man calling his wife while looking at the steak, so I took notice. And what did I hear? I heard this man asking his wife for steak recommendations. He said something about a sirloin filet, and I wanted to take the cell phone out of his hands and smash it against his skull. I wanted to tell his girlfriend, I'm bringing home ribeyes tonight, and you'll cook them for me. Fuck job. That's toxic. Holy shit, that's toxic. Right. Has anyone ever told you? Give me the next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh, John. I think you could. That this is a toxic, offensive program? I don't think anybody's ever had to tell me that, Jessica. I just knew it was. I think you could. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Jason, you should be a man instead of whiny little boy. Call me a horn, you call me a bitch. You sit on the damn chat line. You come into my bedroom when I'm asleep. Wake me up for a piece of ass. And as for Big Bird, you need to go back to Sesame Street, buddy. Cause you're... And one more thing, I don't understand all this small batch bullshit. People advertising that it's made in small batches. To me, that just means you're not successful enough to scale the shit up. Scale this shit up and maybe I'll buy it. I want it coming from a giant bat. I want it to be mass produced. Fuck small batch bullshit. Except pure Russian rainwater. Pure Russian rainwater. It's great. It's the dictator's choice since 1997. And if his own mercenaries don't turn on him and kill him, it'll continue to be the dictator's choice. I can't complain. .com is all of this program. Oh, and the hoodies are available. Link in the description if you want a hoodie. We've got our own personal elves working around the clock 24-7 to get these hoodies made and shipped out. You can rest assured that the I Can't Complain podcast uses child labor to produce every last one of these goddamn hoodies. Sleep well at night knowing a child made your hoodie. Goodbye. Do you love me? Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I am a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I love you.